Um, yeah. I was like, ah, but it ah. ended before the time was even up. Like it shut off at like twenty something seconds, and I'm like, That's crazy. bro, give me some time. Like, <laughs> let's, see, let's see if people join us again. Yes, I'm sorry about that, guys. And I, I saw your request pop up, and it won't allow me to accept it. I'm like, that's what I was going through for <laughs> some like. I hope that video saved or uploaded. But guys, um, we will um upload the talking session um on Spotify. Maybe like tomorrow or something. Um, it is recorded, so we will upload this whole conversation um on another platform, so you guys will be able to um tune in, listen in at any given time i'm not even sure the video even saved that's what i'm really upset about oh no and you know what it was like there for me and i'm like she got this <laughs> no <laughs> i was trying to figure it out i pressed something it wasn't there. i was like she got this <laughs> yo i'm really upset i'm really upset. so we definitely gotta save this portion of the video because i don't know the other one saved and it was saying like it was like an error or whatever like it it wasn't paid. No. Does it automatically save normally? I don't think so. I don't yeah. know. I'm hoping <laughs> I'm hoping it posted before uh, like I had to like exit. Okay. Yeah, cuz I don't Yeah, I don't Instagram, y'all pissing me off. Like I need to talk. We got to we Manager, manager, I need you to talk to um Instagram and figure out like what's the beef. Ooh, manager, Instagram, I got you. <laughs> Cause that is crazy. Very angry email. Very. Dear Instagram. Instagram, I'm gonna need you to fix this because this ain't Wait. right. Okay, so we got some people back. Yes, yes, so, yes. Do you remember what my question was? It was just I'll I'll be safe. Yes. But basically, it was just. <laughs> Do you feel as an adult now, mm-hmm. you understand your mom a little bit more and her actions and her decisions that affected you as a child? Um, no. With certain things, let me just say that, with certain things, um, I felt like, I, I still to this day felt like um, it could have been handled totally different. Um, and at some point I even had like a resentment towards my dad because it was like, you were there to witness it all. And I never felt like you had my back in those certain situations, but, um, I had to let that go. Cause it's like, at the end of the day, that's his wife. He ain't trying to go to sleep mad and, and <laughs> bitter either. But, um, so I definitely had to let that go and understand like where his, you know, end of his thinking was, but as far as like the relationship with my mom, it was like, girl, I'm your only daughter. You know what I mean? Like, I had to forgive my mom with certain things too because, granted, my mom's parents passed away when she was a child too. So, a lot of things she had to learn in life, she had to learn on her own. She had to figure out things on her own. So, it wasn't like, it wasn't like anyone taught her how to be this way and how to do this and how to she basically raised herself you know what i mean so at a certain point i do have to understand i did understand that and forgive her for certain things but um 
in the back of my mind, it's like, I know for a fact I would never handle the, those type of situations with my own child. Um, and, and I could only pray and hope that that makes my relationship with my kids, our bond a little bit stronger. Um, yeah. Um, do you feel like there's any positive things that she'll walk away from, from that relationship? Like, yeah. is there anything that she did extremely right that you want to pass on in your relationship with your daughter? Yeah. The whole independence thing. Like we do say it's 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 a pro and con, right? Because it it could hinder us with a lot of things, especially like business wise. Because we have to be able to delegate and we have to be able to um, work with a team, right? And I think that's the only thing that really hinders me with my independence. Um, but without her being so like hard on me, I don't think. I had to grow up really early. You know what I mean? Like I had to be I had to be not grown, but I had to be independent really early and that kind of like set me up for how I am with my adult life. You know what I mean? I know my boundaries. I can tell people up front like, "Hey, I'm not accepting A, B, and C, so you better not <laughs> test me with these are like my my points and these are the things that you shouldn't push when it comes to me cuz um I like I understand myself in that that sense and that definitely stems from my mom she's very vocal about how she feels and things like that and i I definitely inherited that that aspect of of that (laughs) growing up i think with my mom it's no matter how she acted and no matter the the crazy the bad moments like if somebody was messing with me, <laughs> all hell would break loose. So, and I think no, that's a good quality that I inherited from her because me, if I love you, like, I am going to go to bat for you. Hey. I am, I'm going to have your back 100%. Nobody better mess with you because they're going to have to mess with me. And that's Facts. very much my mom. Facts. Um, yeah. Also, in terms of creative aspect, my mom's always kind of encouraged and pushed me to try different things um probably why I have my hands in so many things now she's kind of like all right growing up it's like okay you don't like this let's try this okay she always kept me active she always um introduced me to new things she always put me in different environments yeah. with different people no facts. Yep. where it's yep. kind of like I had to learn how to be a chameleon I had to yeah. learn how to bless in um and be friends with people from all walks of life. Mm-hmm. Like she showed me like culture early. She showed me like the theater, different restaurants and things like that. I will always attribute to her. Like when she was good, she was great mm-hmm. in terms of those things. So that's also when I become a parent one day, like I want to have that passed on. Like I want to expose my children to different things. My mother also put me in different school districts so like I have other opportunities friends that were millionaires with trust funds yeah I have friends that are not like I have friends from all walks of life right. my mom constantly put me in those environments threw right. me in those environments and was like hey figure it out yeah you'll be okay yeah I remember the first day I went to St. Mary's 
for middle school and it's in Manhattan and the first day of sixth grade I was livid because one I didn't want to wear a uniform and two all my friends were going to like MS 72 or something like that right the hood school one of those um, <laughs> and I'm like I'm not gonna know anybody it's all the way Long Island and I, I'm gonna hate it and I got in there in my first day of sixth grade a kid asked me like you're from queens i'm like yeah they're like do you know 50 cent and i was like oh my god this is this is gonna be the worst experience of my life <laughs> and my mother's like you'll be okay you'll figure it out people love you <laughs> you know no. and i did and i walked away with great friendships you know and i could have con- i didn't really continue those friendships that much because i went to a different high school from everybody but those what is it two years that you six seventh eighth three years mm-hmm. it was a ball i had yeah. a great time and now i know people and my network is that much bigger so i will say that that is one of the positive things that she has given to me that i will pass on mm-hmm. yeah i'm yo lucifer i, I hope i'm pronouncing that correctly 32 hi Hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> okay. Um, sir. Remove. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay. Um, we promote people joining the conversation. We would just really like you to have something to say. Um, <laughs> I'm like, Shay, hang it up. Hang it up. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, I mean. <laughs> it's a little awkward. Um, Wait. That's when, oh. Like that is Instagram is not um, oh. private. Oh, Sonia has a question for us. If y'all had the opportunity to sit down with your moms to discuss these traumas, <sighs> you okay? I'm sorry. Give me a second. Okay, I'm gonna say it. Okay. I'm gonna say it. I'm sorry. Because that scared the hell out of me. Because I'm like, how do I hang? How do I remove this person? Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm so sorry. So, Go ahead. Sonia <sighs> said, if y'all had a, the moment, the opportunity to sit down with your moms to discuss these traumas, do you think they would be receptive? Or do you even want to have that conversation? So, I mean, I can start with this. Okay. I Please tried. do. Oh, you did? I sure did. It was a couple of years ago, maybe like two years ago. And I was feeling very overwhelmed with our relationship. Just mm-hmm. because, like, you always want to have that. But I always wanted to be, like, have a best friend in my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never felt like... I could fully trust her and trust her with things that I, like, I tell her or trust that if I come to her with something, it's not going to be thrown back in my face. Mm -hmm. Um, So I tried to sit down and have a real conversation. And it's like, hey, I know you want this from me. Mm -hmm. I want that from you, too. Mm -hmm. But let me tell you why I'm hesitant on it. Or let me tell you why I have my reservations and why I can't fully dive into that yet mm-hmm. um, and why you have to work with me on that aspect 
mm-hmm. because growing up, this is how I felt. There was this instance, there was that instance, there was this instance. And she was like, what? Mm-hmm. She didn't rem- She didn't remember any of it. Mm-hmm. She didn't, it was like, I was, I was living those years by myself. Um, mm-hmm. She completely shot it down. Um, it was just like, I don't know what you're talking about, but you always had everything you wanted and you always went to the best schools and I worked so you could get this and that and that. And if I'm cool and I appreciate you for that and I will never take that from you. But at the same time, emotionally, this is how I felt like you damaged me. Mm-hmm. Emotionally, this is why I feel like I ended up in the situations that I dealt with that I didn't have to deal with. But it's because I was recognizing love as you can do whatever you want for, to me and say whatever you want to me. And then the next day, if you say I'm sorry and I love you, I'm good. And I was only accepting that is because that's, that's what I talk. grew up with. You understand? That's what I was getting. So that didn't seem strange to me. Now it's like, no. That's normal. But before, I really had to sit with myself to recognize, like, Lauren, why are you getting yourself into these situations? Like, we, you know your worth, don't you? Like, right. you yeah. you know your worth, mm-hmm. what's going on? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I had to literally sit with myself and think about where that stems from and that's where that stems from and it was literally like I don't know what you're talking about mm-hmm. I don't know what you're talking about I did this for you and it's like yes you provided for me financially mm-hmm. yes I will never take that away from you but there's so much more that could have been done and there's so much more nurturing in that relationship that could have been done and it's like as a 10 year old child I shouldn't have felt like you didn't want me here. Do you understand? Like, that's a deeper wound than not having what I wanted from the store or not Mm -hmm. having the newest toy or the clothes or something. That's a deeper wound. That's something that I'm going to carry with me and it's going to take a long time to shake off. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely tried. It did not go over well. Uh, My mother is a person that gets very defensive. defensive. If you say something that she doesn't like, um, it's no, let me try to understand where you're coming from. It's, you're attacking me. I'm going to go into defense mode. I'm going to say you're a liar, and I'm going to exit this conversation. Damn. Um, (laughs) um, And that's a lot to take on as a a little girl. With me, um, let me just say that, like I said before, like, I'm at a point in my life where I'm choosing to accept certain things and not to accept certain things. So I'm choosing to accept peace over drama at this point in my life. Um, and And I say that because I know who she is I know who my mom is like I know the different things that may push her over the edge or certain things that may cause arguments or may cause any kind of disagreement and I'm choosing not even to bring up certain things because of 
how I know she's going to react and how I know she's going to respond. And I know it's not going to be a response that I am looking for. And I've known that for years. You know what I mean? So, and I can say that because there's certain things that she would say passive aggressively where it's like, even if I did mention something that you, that she may have done that may have hurt my feelings, it didn't give me the um, the closure or, like, the acceptance I needed. So I know, like, no matter what conversation, like, it's not going to go well. Like, no matter what conversation, I, I'm at a point in my life where it's like, I know my parents have selective memory. You know what I mean? Like, certain things, like they choose not to remember or they may they they may say they don't remember so they don't have to deal with it or they don't have to um come to terms or come to grips with because it is a hurtful experience um so rather than me opening up those wounds all over again i just choose not to touch them like if they're healed i put a band-aid over it I may have a little scar there, but that gives me my personality and my little, you know, je ne sais quoi. <laughs> so, <laughs> and also those scars also taught me the things that I'm choosing to accept in my adult life, especially with my relationship. You know what I mean? Like, this man knows me so well. Like, he knows when, like, I'm not feeling my best. Even if if he's not feeling his best, like he he goes out of his way to make sure like I'm good. You know what I mean? Like there's not a morning or day that goes by without him telling me good morning. And it's like little things like that that like I I really truly truly appreciate it because it's like I didn't really have that growing up like you know what I mean? Like, my parents ain't tell me they love me every single day. But this man surely does tell me that every single day. You know what I mean? So, I've accepted certain things in my past. I've accepted certain things that um that has happened. And I'm just choosing not to go backwards. Because I already know it's not going to lead to um, any kind of closure. Yeah. It's just going to mean yeah. me saying how I feel and it's going to be, be them, like, neglecting or not not even neglecting, but, like, disregarding those yeah. feelings. And, and that's going to piss me off. that hurts worse when you open that and it's just like, this is me finally telling you how I feel. Mm-hmm. And immediately it's just shot down. It's like, no, it's, okay. it can't be. You know, yeah. that hurts yeah. worse. So. yeah. When I had that conversation and I got that answer, it was like, okay, we don't need to have this conversation again. But, like, you also have to understand from my end, I'm very much a communicator. We needed to have this conversation so we can move past and have that relationship that you want to have. I can't have that relationship with you if I'm still harboring this and you're refusing to acknowledge it. Yeah. You know, um... And what you said about peace, that's how I am now. Like, mm-hmm. when she goes off and she's in her mood, I just, I ignore it. Mm-hmm. I ignore it. Like, be it the right thing to do or not, but I ignore it for my sanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I leave and, and go do something for my sanity. Yeah. It's because if I put energy into it, 
it's going to affect me worse. Mm-hmm. And also, I've been putting energy into it for, for years. 25 years of my 30 <laughs> You know, so it's like... It's like, what, you, what else? What do you expect to get out of it than, other than what you yeah. already know? It's like... And it's like, I'm never going to say I don't care because in the back of my mind, it's and that's why I pray on it that it will happen for me. But I cannot like continue to let that so funny us talking about this I can just remember friendships that didn't last because of like how I communicated right like they weren't able to like understand like my viewpoints or where I came from um and it bothers me till this day it's like people that I've literally grown up with I you may have like a different experience, but I just know like with me at this point in my life, like now I'm an over communicator where it's like, I need you to know everything that I'm feeling because if I don't say it now, I probably won't say it ever. And that's going to lead to like problems. Whereas like back then it was like, I'm not going to communicate at all. Like I'm gonna either allow you to take advantage of me because like, I'm not going to like, you know, be outspoken about certain things because I don't want you to be mad at me or I don't want you to be upset with me, um, which led to, like, friendships, you know, deteriorating or, like, friendships, like, not lasting long. Um, or it was just, like, at a certain point where I kept allowing you to take advantage of me and I was not communicating where I blew up and I may have did something where you may not have liked um, and I wasn't really in the state of mind or like the maturity level to verbally express that to you like this is how I felt like I, I, I was hurt by what you did and that's why I reacted this way you know what I mean like it just it just that just really brought back memories about like different friendships that I may have had that um didn't last or didn't prolong because of you know where I was in my life where I wasn't fully able to communicate verbally and like I said like I'm not like a crier now um and that stemmed from because back then I used to cry a lot over like everything like (laughs) because I couldn't like verbally tell you how I was feeling so I would cry you know what I mean like there'll be times where I was like 
I want to fight you, but I know I can't put my hands on you because I was, like, raised better, so I'm going to cry. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, now it's like, don't push my buttons, child, because... I think, like, for me, it's the opposite. It's like... Like, because I felt like my mother was so emotional that there was no room for my emotions. You understand? So, like, the way I showed my emotions is anger. I went from zero to 100. Real quick. Any type of disrespect, I'm mad. I'm mad because I couldn't, I didn't have an outlet for my emotions in my house because it was all, your mother is sad. Your mother is going through this. Your mother is going through that. And it's like... You can't be any type of way because, one, you have to deal with that. And, two, if you're any type of way, you're adding on to, to the, the issue. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now it's just like, I mean, back then it was like, okay, well, I have all of this emotion built up in me. And I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. I can't let it out. I can't cry. I can't be sad about it. I'm angry. Yeah. I'm angry. And God bless anybody who crosses me while I'm this angry Mm -hmm. and I had to like I had to really like let that go because I had to learn a way learn what deserves my energy and what doesn't Mm -hmm. because that anger was Mm -hmm. making everything worse Worse. that was building building up in me and displaying itself that way and then I would be angry for days not like I'm angry in this moment. I really harbored on that feeling. It was just like that one thing that tipped over the whole cup that was already at the, the rim, you know? So it's like, that's, that'll make you sick. That'll literally make you sick. No. You know, that's not good for anybody. Fuck. So now it's just like, I really evaluate. And it, it, it times where it's like, who? <laughs> might see the old me <laughs> I really have to evaluate what is worth that energy, energy. and and it's because I grew up in seeing how every little thing turned into a big thing that's how I reacted every little minor inconvenience every little form of disrespect turned into like a whole explosion because that's what I was seeing Yeah, that's what I grew up I didn't know how to handle I didn't know like communication and how to just talk it out it was like oh you disrespected me now I'm mad now I'm cursing now I'm yelling I'm screaming I'm doing things and I'm causing a scene because that's what I saw you understand so it's just like trying to unlearn some of those behaviors and that's why I say I don't have kids now but I know the importance of you people not knowing what they unintentionally teach their kids Mm. like kids are like sponges yeah you don't know what you're showing your kid is, is what's acceptable and how they're going to react. That's what I saw. That's what I did. Right. It wasn't until a couple years ago where I'm like, all right, I'm not benefiting from this. This is not benefiting me in any way, and it's actually making me sick. I'm not feeling well. Right. I'm de- like, I come from that anger up here and be down here, be depressed, be embarrassed of my actions. Mm-hmm. Um, be sad because a lot of times the anger was directed towards people I really love. Mm-hmm. You understand? People that I had those relationships with, people that I actually cared for, but I felt like they slighted me 
and because I let you in and you slided me in any little way, now I'm exploding. Yeah. But now yeah. we can never rebuild Repair that, that relationship to what it was because of how I reacted. Yep. Off of that, and it's because that's how. That's what you were taught. That's what you learned. My mom reacting when I was a child, so I can fully understand that. You just said something just now, and it totally slipped my mind because I was just like so in tune with with that. Like, ugh. oh my god, um, damn. <laughs> I want to be like, damn, like, it really bothers me to a point where it's like, like you said, like, when you, I didn't understand all of this, I think, until I had my daughter. And I feel like that's the reason why God was like, mm, I'm going to give you <laughs> a daughter first. Um, and, damn. This just brought back so many memories. And it's like, yo, I could only imagine, like, how things would have turned if I knew the power of just, like, me just saying I'm sorry. Or, like, me just sitting back for a while, reevaluating and thinking through my actions before I actually did something that could have, like, you know what I mean? Um... But now in my adult life, I can honestly say, like, I am fully aware of my flaws. And I'm able to notice that and recognize those red flags before I even act. And that actually turns into your career, right? And how you even, like, go about your day-to-day -day in your job, right? Because I even remember, like, there were times where... I'm in education, I'm a teacher, and there's times where, you know, your boss or, like, your principal, anybody in leadership will come and they will, like, observe you with you, like, teaching your classes or whatever, and there will be moments where they will say, you know what, like, Sharice, or, like, they'll call me Marshall, whatever, and they'll be like, you know what, Marshall, like, you did X, Y, and Z well, but these are the things that I need you to fix, this is what I need you to change, ah, uh, ah, uh, and... I could not accept criticism. Like, I would get so defensive. In my mind, I'm like, what do you mean I need to fix this? Like, what do you, like, I would, I would like, freak out. Because it's like, yo, I felt like whenever someone would criticize me, it would be them. In my mind, it was like, yo, you're not doing shit correctly. You know what I mean? Because, like, of, of course they're going to tell you, like, yeah, you like this, you like this. But certain things was just like damn like I thought I was like you know good with all this I thought I was checking off all the boxes and then you coming to me saying like yo you need to do all this extra stuff and I'm like and it took my boss now to sit me down and was like yo Marshall like I wouldn't have hired you <laughs> she would <laughs> shut up Jaleesa um, it took my boss now to literally sit me down and was like yo Marshall like I wouldn't have hired you if you weren't a great educator or if you didn't you know if you weren't doing good in your job um but you need to understand that in order for you to grow you have to be able to accept um this type of advice and 
I can just relate that to how I would communicate with my parents, right? Like, I felt like I couldn't do shit correct. Where I will automatically go on the defensive and be like, yo, but you're pointing out all these other things I did wrong. But look at the a million things that I did correct. Like, you would acknowledge that, though, right? Like, so... It's so crazy how, like, different things that that has transpired throughout your childhood can honestly, like, shape the type of, like, adult um, you've become. Um, yeah, that's my spiel. When it's, when it's one thing, but she's in me. Aw, thank you, sis. <laughs> um, but, yeah. It's crazy how, like, a lot of these things really do, you know, still go with you. Even though, like, you try to forgive and you try to forget, it's like, no matter what you do, you can never, like, get over certain things. And you don't notice that until, like, you're, like, far gone, you know? Yeah, and it's hard to shape things that were kind of embedded in you, you know, unintentionally embedded in Mm -hmm. you. It's really hard to shake them and point them out, and it takes a lot. Like, I told you, my parents had me in therapy for years, Mm -hmm. and, but because I had that trust issue, I didn't trust some stranger with Mm -hmm. my information, so I'd sit there and be like, whatever, right? I'm not saying, I'm not talking i'm not trying to get to the root of the problem with you because i don't know you lady i'll figure it out myself and like i said it took me years and i still i still backslide on some certain things like certain things it's like ooh, i feel the anger boiling up in me and i have to all right learn walk away to something else you know um because it's, it's hard to shape those things that are just like kind of embedded in how you were raised and brought up um but like I said, it's kind of like a love, love, like a thin line between love, love and hate. It's yeah. like, I know my mom did the best she could. Yeah. So, especially with everything she had going on, I know she did the best she could. Yeah. Or at least in her mind, she did absolutely everything she can do. Or in her mind, her um, love language was gifts buying gifts or, or mm. acts of service and mm. my thing is like well I needed to hear it. I need you, you know? to tell and me yeah I needed like so for me if I'm not hearing it or I'm hearing it one day and then you're mad and I'm hearing something totally different I don't trust what to believe right you know it's like you love me or am I the worst child in America right <laughs> which one is it like um and that's just like a thing that you have to learn about yourself and I am glad that I was able to take the time and really had to be by myself and do like dive deep into my myself and my memories and my actions and realize which is really hard for me (laughs) to realize that i am not always right in situations right Mm -hmm. so like that's another thing that i felt like my mom could do no wrong Mm -hmm. it's no i told you when i had the conversation she's like what Mm -hmm. (laughs) like it's you know so for me it's like sometimes i'm like no i'm right 
and it'll take me time to be like, all right, Lauren, no, you were wrong. Right. You you were wrong. <laughs> and this was not how you should have went about that situation. And I think that's um, where you need a person in your corner who's kind of like an unbiased person mm-hmm. that is also not afraid to tell you the real. Mm-hmm. Like, Sonia is my unbiased person. I can call her furious. Like, (laughs) I don't know. And I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. She's like, but you did do this. (laughs) Oh, I love those type of friends. I don't want to hear it, but I respect her. I know she's going to tell me the real. So that causes me to sit there and reflect reflect on my actions. And if I have to apologize, then I have to do that. Right. Um, But that was a lot of... uh, me unlearning a lot of behavior and knowing how to kind of finagle and adjust my actions or take a breather before I just react you know see she said facts because she knows she knows and you know that's been my person since high school so she didn't see me jump over lunch table (laughs) she saw it all you know so but it's like that was me just reacting right you know not taking that moment to be like, let me reach out to somebody else. And that's another thing that's me also breaking that hyper-independence. You can't figure out everything by yourself. Yeah. You cannot figure out everything by yourself. Because you're always going to have that voice in the back of your head that's stronger than another one. Yeah. And that voice very much might be wrong. Right. (laughs) It might be it might be the devil on your shoulder that's stronger than the angel on your shoulder, but it if you're in a state of like you're not fully aware of yourself, then you're gonna go with whatever voice is louder. Go, you know. I had to become aware of myself and my actions and the situations that I put myself in to then seek help for it, to then seek that person that I do trust that I know is going to give me the real, that I know it's never been any, like, I'm going to tell you my business and you're going to run to 10 other people. Or I'm going to tell you my business and you're giving me, you're giving me um, advice and it might be the advice that you just want or it's advice that might be detrimental to me in the long run because you're not you benefit from it the way way I might think you're on my side. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so and it's a lot of it's a lot of that out there. So it, it comes with self awareness. We comes, quick question. Sorry, I don't want to cut you off because you was definitely like <laughs> preaching just now. Um, <laughs> but where do you think? So, so what I'm really taking away from everything that you just said was you had to work on yourself because you had like a lot of trust issues. Right? Mm-hmm. Where do you think? Oh my God, Zara! Ch- ch- yeah. She like going off back there. But where do you think those trust issues stem from? Right? We know it didn't come from a relationship, but where at one point in your life did you realize like these trust issues? Um, like where did it come from? Where did it stem from? Um, honestly, at home because I felt like those times that I did come and I seeked not I should have went to Morgan (laughs) not what happens (laughs) but those times that I did come and I did seek like advice 
on an issue that I was going through from my mom, it was like, okay, I'm going to give you the advice. I'm listening. I'm going to give you the advice. But then when you got mad, it was thrown in my face. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. So now, now I'm not going to come and, and get anything from you or tell you what I'm going through when you are legitimately the only person that I should be talking to because the rest of the people that I talk to are my peers and they're going through the same thing and we all don't know like we're 15 16 years old trying to figure out like and probably figuring out wrong you know um or in the instances where i came and i said something that was in the confidence of this being a mother and daughter conversation and then i'm getting calls about it from this family member this family member this family member my father and it's like Girl, this was between us. Between us. Like, so I think that's where it stemmed from because if you can't trust your own blood like that, like, it's very hard to go out and then have trust in other situations, whether it be a friendship or whether it be a relationship. You always kind of have that lingering where it's like, what if? All right, when are they going to do me dirty? You know, when are. When are they gonna like slip up or or move shiesty or tell my business or you know things like that? So I think that's kind of where um, my trust stems from, and it's also kind of the reason why I still some things I don't speak on, you know. Yeah. Um, to like my closest people yeah like they know a lot yeah but they don't know everything no that's facts they and don't know everything um that's facts because even and I now don't know if they'll ever know everything and it's not like i don't trust them mm-hmm. it's just like i don't i don't know if i can bring myself i don't know if i've gotten to that point yet where i can bring myself to openly have a conversation about it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. without like yeah freaked out. <laughs> and you know so funny too because you brought up therapy right you did go to therapy as a child i didn't seek therapy until i was in my adult years in my adult life um and it, and like you said it i i believe my trust issues when it comes to like my things that i, I really hold to be confidential right things that i would not want to leave out this box where i felt like my mom should have held it down um, or even my, my father should have held it down and they went to Tom, Dick, and Harry and Aunt this and Uncle this and everyone knew my business where I felt embarrassed at that point. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't able to really, like, communicate or have that conversation like, hey, um, this is how I'm feeling, this is what happened or whatever and it just stayed behind closed doors. Like, everyone had to know about that situation which i couldn't stand um and i think that does play a lot in how i operate with my friendships like my sister now jaleesa like i'm pretty sure there's times where like me and her will literally sit and have full-blown conversations about like our past and different things and i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure she feels like it's pulling teeth to get me to talk about certain situations and it's not like i don't trust her because i trust her like 
with my life. I know for a fact if I was to call her, she would definitely answer within like a heartbeat. You know what I mean? Um, but it's just like certain information that's even like my man don't know. Even my brother, who's like my best friend growing up, doesn't know about you know certain things and. It's a part of me that feels like maybe I'm still embarrassed about those situations why I haven't brought it up yet or maybe I I known I I know I shouldn't have been in that situation. Oh, Julie, oh she wants to come on. She wants to join us. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on, viewer cuz. Okay, she's about to join us. Uh, let's see what she's about to say. But yeah, there's certain situations where maybe I like I I'm still embarrassed about it, even though. Hi. <laughs> you see what I mean? Like when I literally tell you, though, like if I was to call her for anything, I literally had like a two minute conversation with her prior to this live, and I'm like, yo, you better you better be on live. <laughs> and she hopped on, but. I was just telling her, Julissa, like, there's times when me and you are having conversations, and I know for a fact you're like, you want me to talk about certain things, and I, I just cannot open myself up to that. And I'm I, now I'm piecing it together why I just can't. So, give me your spiel. How do you feel? All of that. First of all, you got me on a live. I don't do lives. <laughs> Not feeling the best, but yes, for some reason God has given me some energy. Yes, okay, I am. First and foremost, ladies, you got to do an amazing job, amazing conversation. Thank you. Um, I applaud you guys for your vulnerability. Can you hear me? Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. I applaud you guys because of your vulnerability, being able to share, because um, it's hard to talk about past traumas, mm -hmm. it's hard to talk about it on a one on one basis with people mm -hmm. like that. I've done it. So it's very hard to talk to the world people who are you don't know. That's mm -hmm. what you might know these people, mm -hmm. or they do know you, and now they hear like, "Oh, this is why they act like yeah. that." Yeah. Oh. <laughs> mm. But so I do applaud y'all. Um, I think you have gotten much better to the point that now you trust me. Yeah. Because um, it's hard. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> it's hard. But I think because you've had somebody to be like, okay, oh, is this person going to do have my back? Oh, because there's been times when me and Sharice had gotten an argument, and it's not even a big one. It would be like, she's trying to, like, listen, I, I'm here for you. I'm back in your mess. And I'd be like, look at me like that. Like, why are you talking like that? But we will snap right back yeah. because it's because of that point that we have been vulnerable with each other. We have shared our stories. She gets why sometimes I act a certain way I do. I get why she acts a certain way she does. So it's like half the time I'll be like, oh, if you're acting like that, mm, I know why because of this. She'll be like, you're acting like this? Mm, I know why you're acting like this because of this. So I think it's the point of taking time to trust each other and then also taking time to understand who you are as a person and how childhood traumas and childhood things infects you way like not even just the 30s it goes higher because I see it and then personally experiencing it mm -hmm. you can oh I'm not healed right <laughs> right <laughs> right 
Yo. And, and that also plays on why our mothers acted the way they did. Like, it's like, we don't know how they were raised. Like, I really know the bare minimum about my mother's life. Like, I might get a detail every five years or every 10 years. And it's just like, girl, now I understand what trauma you experienced that made you like that but I wish I would have known it earlier because then I could have kind of forgiven the way you acted um but in terms of how she was raised it's really like I get the bare minimum like yeah. I know very little about my grandma like mm-hmm. all I really know is she passed when my mom was in college which is traumatic enough mm-hmm. you know um but I don't know how their dynamic was I don't know how my mother felt towards her mother and like how what her mother said to affect my mother to this day and that's also something that in the black community you don't talk about you don't talk about she put a roof over your head she put clothes on your back and food in your stomach you're good you had a good parent who's the bubble you know like you don't talk about that so it's just like if they would have had that conversation and or my mom would have that conversation or recognize in herself what her mom put on her then maybe when she had a daughter it would have been different you I know think so too, i think forums like this and platforms yeah. like this and conversations like this are so important because it's like we don't ever want to be the people to continue that part of um tradition you know we don't want to continue and put on to our daughters what was put on to us i was about to say i i i feel like to like be me being a parent now i i'm starting to realize like a lot of things that i was taught or i was brought up on was things my mom did out of fear like she feared that this was going to happen or I was going to do this, I was going to do that, rather than, like, having that open dialogue or that open conversation. It was like, no, don't do this without any explanation. You know what I mean? Um, And I think, like, because you... T- I was a rebellious soul. I don't know about y'all, but, like, <laughs> you, see these, you see these tattoos? Like, you see these piercings? Like, I was a rebellious soul. Like, let me tell y'all that. I'm not even going to hold you. So, <laughs> because, you know things weren't explained to me and I needed that explanation like yo you're going to regret this if you do x y and z because I did this or because I I I experienced this with a certain person because that wasn't explained to me I was like all right you're gonna tell me no I'm gonna do like me coming to you and telling or asking you about it I already made up that mind my mind already like I'm going to do it you know what I mean like so me just coming to you which should really just like test your temperature to see like how much you're willing to accept rather than me coming to you asking for permission I think that's where like lines or what was like blurred or like crossed um and because things weren't explained um I did that shit anyway. And let me tell you, nine times out of ten, I regret I should have listened to my mama. Like, I should have listened to my mama. also goes into communication because that wasn't communicated to you. Yeah. 
Exactly. Like, exactly. I'm exactly. The same way. exactly. You have to tell me, Lauren, no, you cannot do this because when I did this, I learned the hard way because this, this, and that happened. Right? Yes. But like I said, I don't really know. I don't know if you know, but I really don't know the stories, the upbringings. Like, I'll see pictures and I'll be like, well, who is this? Like, right. and, and what was this? And what was that? And it's just like, I got bare minimum. So, like, there's, there could be things that I went through and I felt like I suffered through mm-hmm. that my mom could have been through. And I would have went to her with that conversation. But because it was never an open dialogue of this is how I messed up and this is how I want you not to make the same mistakes that I did, and I probably repeated a lot of those mistakes. What? A lot of friendships, a lot of relationships, a lot of things that allowed to happen wouldn't have happened. Facts. If I if I felt like I had somebody to confide in at that point in time. Because my thing is, too, like, granted, I did have trust issues, so I wasn't going to, like you said, like, my parents about it. Like, I'm not, I'm not asking them, like, hey, what do you think I should do about this situation? No, like, I'm going to figure it out. And I did things on the low. Like, I'm a very private person. <laughs> it, it took me years to really, like, open up about, like, different things in my life that I went through. But, um, yeah, but because I didn't have... Shut up, Lisa. I don't know what you're thinking. I read, I could tell I could tell what you're about to say. Go ahead. Once you chisel in, though, and you... I feel like you as a person is like when you once you chisel in and once you prove that trust yeah it's it's not saying like you're a straight up open book but you're willing to show Mm -hmm. you're willing to try to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. one that person shows that okay they're not playing okay (laughs) (laughs) and i get that because i it's the same thing yeah so even what you love me is saying then i'm a jump but, <laughs> like you said, um, you don't know what your parents went through, yeah. and I think that's very big. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I know personally, I had a conversation with my mother because we, 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 I love my mother, but you saw my, you saw how my sister just said, because listen, it's been times she knew. There's been times when I, um, We've gone back and forth, and it was very heavy last year. Mm-hmm. Like twenty twenty really served a purpose mm-hmm. of healing. Um, and I had a conversation with her, and the conversation that I had with her, when I learned about her past, it clicked. Like, oh, that's why you act like that. I wish you would have told me so, that sooner, though. Exactly. You know, because I wouldn't feel some type of way. I wouldn't. Right. Not saying I wouldn't feel some type of way. I will understand, yeah. so I can help my feelings to suppress my feelings. Now I know why you act like this. Now I know that you really have tried your best. Um, so I can give you that grace. The way that guy gives me grace, I can give you that grace because it's like now I get it. So the fact that I now get that is that now I can understand and try to deal with what I need to deal with and not not hold not hold certain towards you because uh, times have changed and let's be honest our generation is very different yeah you know, we've dealt with we, we can handle a lot of different things our parents can too but we handle different things now right so I think us getting time to really 
it's hard because sometimes you might have that conversation with parents and they won't. Um, so that, that's that's the hard part. But I know, like, I didn't even pull the conversation. It just happened. Um, and that's how I'm able. That's, that's what started to repair certain things that were I think what you guys just pointed out is a great factor from me personally experiencing that. Really understanding, like, oh, okay, you tried your best because this, this, and this, you didn't really have nobody to be there for you. Right. No, that's facts. Yeah. Yeah. But ladies are having a great dialogue. Thank you for letting time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to call you right after. Bye, guys. <laughs> Love you. Thank you. There's also a comment. <laughs> bye, bye. Bye. There's yeah. also a comment and said, they, and they felt like they didn't have to explain. And that's the truth. Yeah. Yo. That's the truth. Yo, whereas, like, that's exactly what I was saying earlier, too, where now I feel like I have became an over-communicator. Because yeah. I didn't learn how to communicate or I didn't, that things weren't explained to me back then where... Now I feel like I need to over-communicate my feelings because if I hold anything back, I already know where that's going to lead. Yeah. They you felt like I mean? it was grown folk business, right? <laughs> and what it is, that, I think it's like a black culture. folks business. Or like, you know the TikToks where they're like, what's this family secret that you didn't know until like recently? And it's the same thing. It's just like, but it clicks. Like, yeah. oh, that's why so-and-so and this and that um but we have two minutes it's very much so what i want to bring when i have kids like mm-hmm. communication communicate mm-hmm. with me mm-hmm. even if i don't like what you're saying to me i'm gonna listen yeah i'm gonna listen yeah. i'm not i'm going to listen with the un- unjudgmental ear yeah. because nine times out of ten i've probably been through and done it and and was worse. <laughs> you know? And I think we I have like two minutes left worse. before they before Instagram cut us off again. Just want to let you guys know we have two minutes left. Um, but yeah, but that's something you're going to take with your children, right? Like the things that you wish you've gotten, <laughs> you wish you've gotten. You're going to make sure that's established with your relationship with your your kids, like. And that's going to only make you such, like, an amazing... I can already feel it. Like, I already know I could... Like, when I come to you, Lauren, like, I know, like, I can confide in you about certain things. You know what I mean? Like, I could feel that energy. Um, so, I know, like, when you decide to have kids with with my brother, um, <laughs> you're going to be an amazing mom. <laughs> Y'all gonna have the prettiest, cutest, light skinned babies. Big Maybe a little. Babies. <laughs> That's because of you. That's coming from your side. Big forehead. Bro. Uh, but y'all gonna be amazing. And that's only because y'all are recognizing those red flags now. Oh so you're... Up. <laughs> <laughs> y'all gonna make sure, like, we're not passing down those generational curses. Um,. So I want to end it here, guys. We're going to be back yes. on next week before Instagram cut us off. Next Wednesday at 7 o'clock. Ugh! I knew that was going to happen. <sighs> I knew that was going to happen. Failed.
<laughs> like that. details is it gonna allow me to yo my phone is tripping tripping okay so it did upload okay 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 it did upload it did upload okay Jesus. Let me see. <laughs> what? What? Do you think we should go back on and end it properly, or that's it? Um, we can go back on for a second and just say what we're doing next week. Okay. <laughs> like, if you would see my how my Instagram feed looks, like it looks crazy. It looks like so. It's like it's like posting twelve. I'm I don't know what's going on with my Instagram. Um, uh, my all right. cousin text like, uh, oh, she's still texting, but she said. That was so amazing. And she put that clap your hands and heart. Oh, okay. See, now, okay, so that first video posted, I don't know if that second video posted. Oh, my gosh. And I tried, I tried clicking it. When I clicked it, it went away. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go back on one more time for, like, 10 minutes. And that's it. All right. <laughs> My Instagram is being stupid. I'm not understanding. I got a real beef with Instagram. Like, that ass. A real beef with Instagram. Like, I'm so mad. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so mad, guys. All right, so um, I'm tagging Lauren in now so we can just end it before Instagram decides to kick us off again. A little light bulb. I got a real beef with Instagram. Like, manager, you need to hop on this, like, tonight because I'm really mad. This hour, this hour thing is ghetto. <laughs> Everything is ghetto. I don't like nothing about it. Okay. Yo. But my thing is it doesn't even give you that full hour. It cuts you off yeah, with like twenty like, something so seconds. Like, All right, we have time to wrap it up real quick and then it was just like over. Like manager, I need you to get that on get get on that like now. Cause I'm really mad. I got things to set. <laughs> like, sir, Mr. Miss, whoever whoever it is. I think we had like over two hundred people in our lives. Seriously? Yeah. Before like 
went ghost. Like, I don't even know if it's saved. Girl, good thing I didn't see that because I only saw, I had only saw 12. So I'm like when you when it ends, it tells you the whole the total amount of people, and it will tell you like this person, this person plus plus this amount of people, and two hundred three. That would have made me. That's nerve wracking. <laughs> I don't even think that video saved. Like I'm so mad. I hope it did, cause you didn't think the last one saved, and then you said it uploaded. So hopefully. This one. But this video didn't even allow me to get to that point. It just blacked out. Manager, I need you to get on this because this is this, this is really for the birds. This is really ghetto. I got you. <laughs> oh my god. Now my service acting stupid. You see what I mean? Instagram really doesn't like me. IG knows I'm talking shit about it, so now it's it's buffering like. This shit is really for the birds. Can you hear okay, me now? So I, I just know when I go somewhere else, it like pauses the whole thing. Oh, okay. So oh, I thought it was me. I was like really cursing IG out. Like, yo, this I'm done with IG. I gotta I gotta find a new platform and talk on because it's crazy. But yes. Thank you guys for tuning in. This conversation was really deep. Yes brought up a whole bunch of memories but also we i feel like it was needed because we also resolved and came to like a closure with a uh-huh. lot of things as well so uh-huh. it's um, healing yeah. everything is healing um yep. speaking about it is healing because you know we as black people we harbor a lot like we harbor a lot we were taught to harbor a lot and it's not healthy yeah yeah and you never know if somebody else can relate to your story. Because mm-hmm. sometimes when you feel like you're going through something, and I feel like as a child, a lot of the times I felt like I was going through this and I'm the only one going through it. Yeah. I'm the only person in the whole world that has this issue. Right. And that's not the case. But you won't know if you hold everything in. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. And I feel like that's why you, we, you touched on it right before Instagram did the ghettoest shit ever and, like, cut us off. But you you mentioned, like, this is why this platform, this type of platform is needed for our community, right? Because I feel like a lot of black girls, we, we struggle with a lot, right? We're always looked at as, okay, she can handle this. Like, she's strong enough. Or even if we're not strong enough, we're always, like, the last right like we're always like that person that they push behind their heads like we're not like we're not capable of of being on that pedestal Mm -hmm. and I feel like with this platform we're going to let you know that we are putting you you your problems whatever baggage that comes with you on this pedestal we're going to try to heal that little girl in you so that you know, future generations that come after you um, don't have to deal with that, right? Or they don't have to yeah. feel like they're going through those situations alone because you went through went through it ten times plus. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, I'm I'm happy we 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 got here for our first episode, our first live session. Yes. I got deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got yeah. Deep. 
Yeah. Now we all family because y'all know some of my business. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> right. You know, right. Um, it was needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was needed. And um, I'm excited to continue. Mm-hmm. And next week, do we decide whether we're doing Black Sons versus Black Fathers? We could do that. Since we talked about moms and and um, daughters today, um, we can definitely do like a part two. Um, I did have some people who hit me up about. They're probably gonna hit me up, like text me right now, like DM me right now. Um, that requested that our part two of this conversation will be strictly about um, men and how their relationship with their fathers um, either made them stronger or turned them into something or someone that um they wish they could have changed or wish they could have done things differently so um hi everybody hi 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 i'm trying to wave to everybody right now and talk at the same time um (laughs) um so yeah so let's next week we're going to touch base on and talk about um different things with black boys and black dads and i hope like some of you men join and give your spiel right like i have i have an older brother so i was taught that that hard knock life like lavar will literally push me down steps and was like figure out life by yourself like (laughs) so um it will be no Lavar, don't even front. Like I remember, we used to like he he looking at like bro. There was time we used to like hop on our our. We have like these long pillows, right? And we would like ride like hop on the pillow and like slide down the steps. Lavar would literally push me down the steps. Why would you push me down the steps? I was going anyway. Why do you need to push yeah. me? You know how his brain works. I thought we were, I was going faster. I told you he was throwing the babies down a water slide. So we <laughs> Yo, I remember this one time my mom like literally just mopped the kitchen floor. It was tiled. Just mopped the kitchen floor. I don't know what we were doing. We we're probably doing something stupid like He's sliding laughing, back. So he remembers this one. So don't let him say he doesn't remember this one. Yo, yo. Yo, Lavar used to, yo, Lavar used to like. That's another conversation. The trauma I have for having an older brother is is another topic, <laughs> sir. The amount of and he laughing like that's crazy. Up. Like the amount of scars. Over cracking up, bro. The amount of scars. The amount of. Bro, I was like eight. <laughs> I was like eight. You were like thir- 12, 13. Like, what you mean? I, I didn't expect her to go that far. I, I mean, I'm like, whoa. He's crying now. That's how funny it is to him. Okay. I'm sorry. You're sorry. Okay. Trauma. Trauma. Trauma.
Yeah. And we look forward to having the real. That we're, real conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're giving you the real. We're getting deep. Um, yeah. Because it's necessary. It is. It is. It is. Hi, Caroline. Girl, you missed it. You missed it. <laughs> so we'll be back next Wednesday at 7 o'clock, right? That's a good time. Yeah, you went to 7 or you went to 8? I feel like we had more people at 8. At 8? Eight? Eight okay. To pick up. We could do it at 8. 8 is cool. I'll join next week. Yeah, Shane. Yes, yes, yes. We need to hear their men, the men's side. Like, I'm pretty sure y'all are tired of us women always, like, talking about, like, our traumas and our experiences. So, it will be good to have, like, a good balance, right? So, we could yeah. understand each other a lot more. Um, but, yeah, so next Wednesday at 8 o'clock. We'll definitely post in our story, so be on the lookout for more information. Um, and yeah, word. The ghetto. All right, I'm gone. All right, good night, guys. Bye, guys.